Hi, my name is John Garfield. This is the Releasing Kings newsletter. It's December 28th, 2019. We're right on the eve of making 2020 goals. And uh, I thought this uh, blog article, it's called Making Friends with Favor, with Failure, <laughs> with Favor too, uh, would, would be uh, enlightening. Um, I got part of this from um, uh, a friend or mentor named Ray Edwards, but uh, let me just share it with you. So we, we all have an, an image of success that's often painted with a thin veneer of never failing. Um, so when we do fail, there's there can be a shame that sets in and the accusation is successful people don't fail, but success is not for you. You are a failure. And uh, so how to handle uh, failure when it does happen and grappling with the belief that we'll never have a failure as long as I'm a prophetic, spirit-filled Christian um, just isn't true. <laughs> so let me share a story with you. I lost the family nest egg in a bad investment seven years ago. Now Sue is still married to me and uh, she's been very gracious and strong through all this and uh, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm very fortunate too. Um, so we nearly went bankrupt. I immediately absorbed that failure into my identity. I couldn't even see my future. I, I felt like there were no options and we just started selling everything we had. We sold cars, horses, dogs, land, a house, um, put the house up for sale and furniture. Um, it felt like I was getting rid of my life. I just wanted to crawl in a hole and disappear. And at some level, Life had been so successful up until, uh, until that point that uh, my identity was a bit intertwined with success. Um, so after months of feeling sorry for myself and having thoughts of suicide, let me interject one story. Before we sold the horses, Heather, my daughter, and I uh, went for sort of one last ride. And as we were coming back, uh, Heather said to me, Dad, uh, do we need to lock up your guns? Now, what she was saying to me is she saw the depression in me and she was asking her own father, and this was at the age of seven, let's see, 30, something on that order. <laughs> she was asking me if uh, we needed to do something to prevent a suicide. And I remember very clearly I told her, no, I'm fine. God has always taken care of us and he'll take care of us in this situation too. I don't think I believed that at the time, but I knew it was the right answer. So that's what I told my daughter. Um, so the Lord spoke to me uh, not too long after that and said, uh, John, this was not my fault and it wasn't your fault. Things like this happen. Uh, and the question for you now is, do you want to come home or do you want to finish your assignment? So obviously, uh, I answered finish or I wouldn't be here to do this blog right now. <laughs> so during the months of recovery, every couple of weeks, I would generate enough strength to come up with an idea to try, a ray of hope that did not work and couldn't work. So one, another friend of mine saved my life with this admonition. John, you're like a seed in the ground uh, and you need to stop wiggling. You can't resurrect yourself. God will resurrect you. And so it was obviously beyond my power uh, to survive. And for the first time, I experienced the power of resurrection and I experienced failure and death as a normal part of our walk with Jesus. So we have this attitude that, you know, if I stick with God, if I follow the Holy Spirit, 
Uh, if I do his will, <clears throat> nothing will go wrong. It's not true. <laughs> if you follow Jesus, you will end up in some severe pickles. Uh, John 12, 24 says, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. So part of the strategy of kingdom is uh, for you as a son to go through experiences of death and resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, 36, how foolish what you sow does not come to life unless it dies. Philippians 3.10, I want you, I want to know, this is Paul talking, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain the resurrection of the dead. Now, that has got nothing to do with life after physical death. It has to do with can you resurrect uh, in this life. So there's a great graphic in the blog about the, you know, when you do fail, not if, when you do experience a failure, um, we can have three responses. One is, I'm not trying anything ever again. I'm not going to fail anymore because I'm not going to try anything risky. Uh, the second one is, I quit. I gave it my best shot and it didn't work and I'm not doing anything else. And the third one is resurrection. This try did not work. Uh, it died. And somehow God and I will make a, a, a way. And that's the one option that, that will bring the fruit of resurrection into your life and the favor of God. So the point is that God himself knows failure. <laughs> He's a divorcee, by the way. <laughs> so we all carry a belief that if God is guiding us, we can trust him and nothing will go wrong if we're following him. We're overcomers, we're more than conquerors, but the road to those victories is paved with both success and failure. So if you let him, God will lead you through your wilderness. And don't worry, he'll probably do it anyway if you, if you don't want him to. <laughs> you'll, you'll not be left behind from this one. So the poverty mindset is really a belief that success does not include some failures. Um, and, and that mindset actually prevents us from trying. The crux of being a son is our willingness to take on dreams that we cannot do in our own strength. If you can't sign up to be in over your head, um, you can't really be part of what God is doing in the kingdom. Uh, it takes that level of faith uh, because it involves that level of power. So all successful people fail, including Christians, and, and I might add, especially Christians. <laughs> the difference is that some of us resurrect and try, to try again to multiply in some other way. Uh, we learn to co-labor and we learn to manage the financial and emotional impacts of failure. In fact, we come to expect them at some level. Uh, and it's called risk management or, or resurrection from the dead. <laughs> so what's the fruit of resurrection? There's a special fragrance on believers who have walked through death and resurrection. They carry a depth in the spirit that just doesn't come any other way. The, their passion for Jesus and compassion for people is just different. It's not hard to spot. They have a patience and a perseverance uh, on the outside and a depth of the spirit on the inside and uh, the character that goes with it. They're familiar with favor and their failure and they're not afraid uh, to try. It's what happens right before you multiply. Uh, and without failure, we would never know our true potential. Proverbs twenty-four sixteen is an old covenant verse 
Um, it says, For though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises up again, but the wicked are brought down by calamity. The righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up again. So the New Testament version of that is seven times 70. <laughs> we never give up. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. There is a way. God will make a way. So how do we put it into practice? In a nutshell, people who understand the power of resurrection never lose their willingness to try things beyond their reach. That's the essence of being a son in the kingdom. We can't do miracles. We can't prophesy. We depend on the Holy Spirit to help us. So that's a mindset. It doesn't mean reckless self-sabotage, but it does mean wisely and prayerfully volunteering for the next step and expecting it to be beyond our own strength, but within our responsibility. Uh, it's all about what to do to reach your vision. Uh, and the concept of initiative, initiative is relatively new, and it's the inherent nature of sons who bring heaven to earth. Sons always choose obedience, servants always choose obedience over initiative. This is different. Sons always choose initiative. Um, so Ray Edwards uh, gave us a simple exercise. The first step is one, write down uh, your one impossible goal uh, tied to your purpose statement. Uh, shouldn't be multiple goals. The rest can be subservient to your highest goal. This should begin to sound like your purpose statement from your heart plan. Uh, then, after you've listed one impossible goal, list 25 worthy failure attempts to reach that one impossible goal. And, and write down the business model or the cash flow that goes with that whole thing. So Ray got this idea from uh, a gal named Brooke Castile. Um, and I gave you uh, a link, uh, two links to podcasts that she uh, put together that are fun to listen to. So lastly, I have uh, put a link in for my own um, exercise. I, I listed my own impossible goal and 25 uh, worthy, worthy <laughs> failure attempts uh, of how options for me to, to go for it, to, to reach the thing that God's really given me to do. So it includes the business model, uh, financial component of implementing that impossible goal along with my equally outlandish failure attempts. So yeah, it's just an intensely personal uh, paper exercise to clear my mind from doubt and poverty, but it's the more I stare at it, the more it's, you know, looks possible. <laughs> so what's, what is, you know, legitimately unrealistic? I can fix it easy. I can erase it, delete it. It's just paper. I can even share it with friends and ask them for their wisdom uh, like I'm doing right now. So out of the 25, some real cream comes up to the top. And I want to suggest that this is a way for you to, to deal with 2020 goals, for you to dream. Uh, so do the same with your purpose statement. Dream, big, dream bigger and try more. Failure is a friend. It's a badge of courage in the kingdom. And, and real success is the total number of attempts. It's the number of successful attempts plus the number of failures, failed attempts that you uh, resurrected and tried again and made it work the second or third or fourth time. <laughs> so successful people in the natural and the spirit um, are try, and they have both successes and failures. And I just want to make room in your theology 
uh, for failure, for setbacks, and for resurrections, and for trying again. That's what you're going to need in 2020. It's a, a brand new era, and I want to invite you into this, the, the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, that you will make it. Uh, it's a bumpy road, and it's not without warfare, and it's not without failure. Uh, you're going to get the opportunity to resurrect. So be prepared to do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking for this power of your resurrection, the spirit of knowing that, Father, we're operating in your purposes, uh, but that doesn't make us immune from setbacks. And, and Lord, we're asking for a spirit of faithfulness that, Father, we will not uh, give up, that, Father, your people will prevail and your purposes will prevail. And, Father, we are willing to... Uh, be spent like loose change in your pockets to establish your kingdom on earth. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Amen. Have a great uh, week and a great 2020. Happy New Year.